Hey there and welcome back to Eclectish. I'm your dear host M, and today I'm going to be talking about one of the most named, most misconstrued and generally most despised Archangel worldwide, mainly because of the misinformation about him and his mission on Earth. Of course, I'm talking about none other than Samael, aka Satan, aka the Prince of Hell. Now, to get a gist of how his destiny was planned before he even knew it, let's first take a look at his actual name, which is Samael. Samael literally translates to either venom of God, poison of God, or blindness of God. Now, a lot of people imagine this particular archangel in various ways, from conservative to all the way preposterous. This is mainly influenced by not only pop culture mainly, but also most art forms internationally. (laughs) Many upon many artists have either linked this heavenly creature to their own experiences, dark sides, or going as far as to place blame upon this archangel's shoulders for their own sins. Now, I'm going to be picturing him for you through the only actual source we have of so-called evidence of his appearance. This is quoted from the book of Moses, which was a apocryphal nature, of course. Moses, as he ascends to the seventh heaven, describes Samael as he appears alongside both anger and wrath. These two beings were created in the beginning of time, waiting for the end of time in order to destroy everything, which I could do an episode about if you guys want to. Now, Moses describes Samael as different in appearance from all the others and of a frightful mind. His height was so great, it would have taken 500 years to cover a distance equal to it. And from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, he was studded with glaring eyes. So yeah, there's a quote for you. He's also said to be far greater than any angel, since in the book of Torah, he's described in the following manner. Samael was greatest amongst those angels. The Chayos had four wings, the Seraphim had six wings, yet Samael had actually 12 wings. So yeah, now that that has given you a gist of how this archangel may look, let's delve deeper into his origins. On to the background. Now, it is said Samael was actually the son of a goddess named Aurora. He was later on to become the succubus Lilith's husband. Uh, Lilith, as we all know, was supposed to be the original Eve, the OG. However, what happened was Adam and Lilith had actually been made in the same manner and therefore were originally completely equal. Now, this caused some issues and a half, mainly because Adam wanted Lilith to be subservient to him and she completely refused. So later on, she left the Garden of Eden where they had stayed and actually went off to copulate with Archangel Samael who later became her husband. So I guess it worked out. The Archangel had actually had a similar situation prior to this, mainly because he was in general, just in general, across the board, opposed to the creation of Adam. And also because he was asked to prostrate before him and he also refused. His logic, obviously, being the simple fact that Adam was merely made out of dust, while he, on the other hand, had been made of fire. He was then also kicked out of the Garden of Eden, later on joined by Lilith. Now, the Archangel and Lilith actually bring about some demon children, if you will. Some people actually claim that Cain, from Abel and Cain, actually fit under this umbrella. However, it is debatable on who the mother is. 
It differs from scripture to scripture. Some also say that the archangel Samuel may have had intercourse with Eve and therefore Cain was born. Now, because the archangel Samuel had been kicked out unjustly in his eyes, he decided that he would rebel and cause chaos in the Garden of Eden. Because why not? Because of this, he then proceeded to plant the seed of the tree of knowledge. After this had begun to bear fruit, he then chose to approach Eve, riding on a serpent. He approached her and talked her into, you know, eating the fruit from the tree. As we all know, she did, and therefore so did Adam, leading them, uh, leading them right into their fateful ending by being kicked out of the Garden of Eden, just like their parallels, Samuel and Lilith. Now, his main mission, moving on to his actual role as an archangel, and why he has to easily be one of the most misunderstood angelic beings of all time. This archangel's role in the heavens is one that no one else can fulfill. He has five main roles. He's the official accuser, destroyer, seducer, demiurge, and of course, he's most commonly known as the angel of death. Let's begin with role number one, as an accuser. His role as an accuser is to mainly be and remain the arch nemesis of God and good in general. This role is often, very often, debated worldwide. Some people look at it as unnecessary. However, if we look at it from another perspective, this has to easily be one of the hardest missions to carry on your shoulders. Simply because when you are in such a position, bastardizing, accusing, insulting, and projecting negativity will yes or yes, no doubt, fall on your shoulders from other people. Humans were the ones that decided to put time into negative energies, negative thought patterns, and then blamed Archangel Samael for their negative actions here on the earth plane, essentially dragging his name, prestige, honor, and mission through the dirt. A sacrifice that this archangel was actually willing to take because out of all, he was the only one that could handle such a role. The closest one that could kinda, I guess you could say, be compared to him would be Archangel Michael. However, even Michael wasn't ready for such a role. Now, onto his second role, the destroyer. Archangel Samuel is destroyer of sinners in the original text. He gets rid of the souls of man who have gone against God's will. He's the one with the role of duality, similar to the beasts, wrath and anger. These are the only creatures that reside in the seventh heaven permanently, the one where God himself resides. So that kind of gives you a new perspective, doesn't it? Number three, seducer. Now his role is to seduce and convince humans of committing sins, a role that isn't easy, yet someone has to do it. Much like all his roles and missions, this particular role, yes, can be described or seen as negative or unfair. However, at the end of the day, sinner is the one that commits the sin, not who convinced him. <laughs> um, he essentially is here to test our free will because we all possess this, obviously. However, we all use it in different ways. This testing of will is also carried out by Archangel Michael. However, he tests our free will utilized for the good whilst Samuel tests out our abuse of this free will. Number four, Demurg. The role as Demurg is a grand one to say the least, because he is in fact responsible for the material world, our material world. Everything that we can enjoy or test with our five senses falls completely under this particular archangel's responsibility, which is why he's often associated with the desire for material possessions, such as money, jewelry, clothing, properties, anything and everything, pretty much. Of course, he also plays the fifth role of angel of death. This 
could easily be his most eminent role because this role in particular is to completely eradicate any soul that does not fall into divine order throughout time. But it's 